Welcome, everyone, to a very, very special edition of the Hogline Podcast. Today, I'm joined by two very special gentlemen, uh, Mr. Andrew Schreffler and Mr. Kevin Anthony. Please say hello. Hi, Jack. It's a pleasure to be here today. Um, Great to be here. Shut up, Andrew. It's my turn. I'm just excited, man. I'm just excited. That's all it is. Just excited. Grateful for the opportunity. Um, just us three pounding around. Uh, we're gonna be talking, talking some golf. Golf. As we approach Masters weekend. Um, who's excited? Me. I am. That's Shref. Shref is excited. Kevin, your sentiment. Nah. All right. Nah. Um, we got a variety of topics we'd like to address. <laughs> pertaining to the field uh-huh. um should we just jump right in well i i, I say we do I say okay we do. can you take the virtual mask off kevin is that i'm just trying to follow protocols in this case i don't get fine <laughs> okay fine that's fair um all right so <laughs> uh we're gonna start we're gonna start off talking about uh a couple guys in the tournament. So uh <laughs> I can't take you seriously. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna have a serious conversation with Kevin for this long. This is gonna be tough. We're gonna get through it though. <laughs> All right. Um so let's just start with, with uh the hot man in Jordan oh. Spieth. Oh, the hot man. <laughs> Do we think Jordan Spieth can take the uh the crown? Or the jacket. It's the it's the jacket. I should have said jacket. You want me to start, Kev? I, I can start. Yeah, go ahead, man. Lead it off. Uh, to to make a long story short, I would say yes. I think <clears throat> I think one thing is that uh, Augusta in general is a course where if you if you found success before, it's very much doable to do it again. Um, and obviously, speed is no exception to that with having. Uh, I guess he, he has, does he have two? No, he has, he has one green jacket, correct? Does, does he have two? He has one. He has one. 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 Almost had another one with that loss to Will in the end. But um, right. overall, I think Augusta is a, a course where, you know, experience certainly helps. And another thing with golf is when you're hot, you're hot. And in this case, there's arguably no one hotter on the planet than Jordan Spieth is when it comes to the game of golf. So I would say. When it comes to anything. When it comes to anything. Uh, I, uh, let's, like, let's not be irrational. Um, so like, you don't think so, Kev? You, what, do you, well, what do you think, Kev? Well, Jackson, when it comes to everything, I don't think Jordan Spieth well, is the best looking, best looking guy, person out there. Cutest, cutest guy in the field. Yeah. Go. No, no, I'm not doing this. Why? No, let's do it. Let's do it. You scared, Kevin? Yeah, you scared? Uh, a little bit. Throw out a name, Kev. Throw out a name. Throw out a name. Will Zalatoris. All right, that was Kevin's pick. Cute uh, for me. Spieth isn't that cute, is he? No, he's got receding hair. Well, is I mean, here's the thing: is 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 Brooks Kepka cute, or is he more than cute? <laughs> this wasn't on the agenda. No, it's not. But we're here, so answer the question, someone. I'm gonna Jackson, go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the chicken nugget. Okay. <laughs> That's no. <laughs> Do you know the chicken nugget, Chef? John Rom. No, no, it's Molinari. Oh, sorry, that's, uh, that is Molinari. Yeah, 
he, he's cute. He's cute in like an old way. He's not cute in like a in like a fashionably cute way. What we're we talking about? Oh, Jordan Speed. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> you think Jordan Speed? I guess I'll go. Yeah. What do you think? No, okay. I don't. Oh, I think this whole him winning this Valero Texas Open is a huge overreaction. I mean, he's again, arguably one of the hottest players on tour at the turn of 2021. But it's one thing to win the Valero Texas Open. It's another thing to win a Masters. And Spieth's most recent experience when he's up there in a Masters is when he choked it away. And I think he's going the right direction. He's definitely taking the right steps towards winning another major, but I don't think he's quite there. And especially with all the spotlight now, he might not be there mentally. Yeah, I mean, I was going like, to I definitely ahead. agree. He's not like, I'm not saying he's the overall like odds on favorite to win, in my opinion. I just, I, I think it's, it's hard to argue with a guy who's been as hot as he has been lately, especially going to a course where he's won before and knows how to play. No, I, I definitely agree with that. I'm just saying I think there's no way he should be listed at 12 to 1 odds. This guy was at 50 to 1 odds not even two months ago. I agree. I agree. We're on the same page, Kev. It's all right. Yeah, I, I think he if he was around 20, 15 to 20, I think that's fair. Sure. But to be in, he's literally one of the favorites. Like, I think he's like top three, top four, yeah. top five. He's I don't tied know. for fourth, yeah. With yeah. Now, why is Rory fifth? Rory's always up there. It's the way it's the way Rory yeah, operates. Right, but like, what is, when, needs. when is the last time he's won? Well, he he, he hasn't won a Masters. He needs that for the the Grand Slam. I mean, a major. When was the last time he's won a major? Might have been. Was it the twenty sixteen PGA? Might have been around that time. It was definitely the PGA. He won the Tour Championship in was it twenty eighteen? He won the Tour Championship. He won the Tour Championship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's. Rory's always going to be up there in Oz just because of how naturally good of a player he is. Like he's out there yeah. just explode, but it just hasn't, hasn't happened recently. And it certainly hasn't happened at Augusta recently. All right. Oh, 2018 was Tiger. I don't know why I said that. Tiger. Um, he, was, he was like 2017 then probably. Yeah. Yeah. McElroy has definitely struggled in recent years and a lot of it's with the putter. And that is why, I do not think he would be a wise decision considering that Augusta is supposed to be playing firm and fast mm-hmm. like like it has in, in many years recently. Firm and fast. Yeah, um, as opposed to receptive. I mean, the greens are always going to be fast, but if like in November, it's going to be, it's going to play true. very differently than it did in November. Um, and they, I don't think they like that Dustin Johnson went out there and shot 20 under. They're going to they were definitely trying to not a fan of that. Yeah. I guess is there anything I know I wrote it down in our agenda potentially to talk about, but the weather. I let's see. I got it. I uh I'm always on the weather, you know me. Yeah, true. Weatherman Kevin. He was gonna um, be a he was gonna be a, a weatherman before his, his knees gave out, so you can take this one. Yeah. If I didn't get hurt, I'd be on TV right now. Anyways, weather's looking overall good. Chance for some weekend storms, looking a little dicey Saturday afternoon. But overall, as I was saying, they're looking to turn the course fast and firm. And so these guys are going to have to play much more strategic, much more like Augusta is supposed to be set up, where they can't just be firing away at pins. It's more 
like we saw with Tiger, how you got to just know where to miss and stuff like that. Yep. And to add on to that, I think it, as, soon as, as soon as it gets firmer like that, the key to a course like this is you got to give yourself birdie putts. You, if, if, you, if you're floating around the green and you're having to those pins with, with the speed of those greens, it's, it, it's not going to be easy, even for the best of players. So it, it, assuming the course gives what it's supposed to give as of now, it's going to come down to just hitting greens, giving yourself putts to look at. Who's dying? Who is dying? Your neighbor, Lexi. <laughs> okay. Um, Keep it down. We're trying to record. Uh, all right, cool. That's good weather talk. As long as it's not windy. As Kevin knows uh, if there's any wind, that adds 30 yards to every single shot. So. Yeah, according to Jack's high school golf play, it adds no matter the direction, it'll add 30 yards to your approach. Yeah. Um. Let's see, fans. There's gonna be fans. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of cool. Limited capacity, I'm assuming, right? Uh, oh. yeah. Limited number of fans. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. What do we got next? Uh, I guess we can talk about Brooks Kepka. Um, he's a little banged up. Uh, from his colonoscopy. Uh, what do you guys? <laughs> what do you guys think about? I mean, his odds are pretty good. Um. Better than yeah. I thought they would be. He, he's at plus 2,800, which is like ninth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth. He's tenth best odds. Um, I don't know. What do you think? So you want me to take the lead on this one? Yeah, go ahead, Kev. Take it. All right. So my my thought process here is his. if you're just looking for a punt play kind of deal, his odds kind of might be too good to be like to pass up on. I mean, Brooks getting Brooks Kepka can if he's in Brooks Kepka form at a major, getting him at plus twenty eight hundred is ridiculous because if he wasn't hurt, he'd be coming in here probably the favorite. I don't know. He'd be coming in right around that plus nine fifty, one thousand range. And but I mean the circumstances are different. I mean, this guy had surgery like two, three weeks ago, hasn't played since the third week of February. Mm-hmm. So me personally, he's not on my radar because this guy's, I mean, he can't even bend over to read a putt. He's talking about how he's going to be looking for flat areas to walk on at Augusta. So with all that factoring in, I'm not, I mean, that could be just like a little like boo-hoo. I'm going to go out here and win this and make it look good, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't, I could see him making the cut, but I don't see him in contention come Sunday. Yeah. Just to echo Kevin, if you're if you're like a one of those like gambling uh, degenerates where you're just throwing bets down, it's hard not to put some money down on him winning just because of the odds and considering who it is. But in the grand scheme of things, with how competitive every golf tournament is, it's it's tough to think that a guy coming off of a of a surgery is going to be able to compete with the likes of guys who are tip top shape, like have been preparing for this for a while. So I love Brooks, always will, but this one. This one's a bit of a long shot, I think, for him to find his way up to the top there. Jack, do you have any thoughts? Please, there. Uh, no, actually, I really want to have this discussion. I know he's not in the in the field, but um, what's wrong with Ricky Fowler? I hope TJ's listening. There's a lot wrong with Ricky Fowler. Um, I the last time he won was, I believe, 2019 waste management 
before that. Obviously, he had the one big win with the players. And I think, honestly, it might be kind of like a speech situation where he's just the confidence isn't there right now. And he's been, I know he's been doing a lot of swing changes over the last few years. So maybe that's it. But I mean, if you just look at even Ricky Fowler at his top performance that year when he was coming in top, it just seems like he lacks that factor that makes you an elite golfer. He's always been a good golfer, but he's not a great golfer. Yeah. He just seems when push comes to shove, he doesn't have that ability to take that next step to win a major championship. And that's, I mean, Phil Mickelson dealt with the same thing for a while. He was getting a lot of crap for a lot of years because he couldn't finish. But obviously now we know that Phil Mickelson's an all-time great. Yeah, he just, uh, he lacks the, uh, he lacks the clutch factor in general. Um, Barring the, that players, that was. Uh, yeah, could, besides the players, the players was a whole different situation. But in general, he's one of those guys that he he's very good at getting off to a hot start. And then all of a sudden you get to that third, fourth round and he just, he can't seem to figure it out ever. And it, it got to the point eventually where he got like, he just couldn't do it whatsoever to the point where they were, where he couldn't even qualify for this tournament, which is a sad, a sad thing to see considering if you were to ask any like non golf fan to name like three golfers, he would probably be one of the three that would be named. So it's, right. it, it's unfortunate for the sport that he's, out of it but from a playing perspective there was no no way for him to find his way into this tournament and so i hope he figures it out soon but it's tough because he what is he is he 31 now probably around that that He's, sounds right I, I mean by by golf standards that's not necessarily old but it's like considering how good he was when he first started he's right you could almost argue that he's almost past that window of being able to win a big tournament so it's True. it's sad but i hope he figures it out soon uh yeah i just think it's funny that i have the same amount of majors as ricky fowler does and i want that to like like that streak i want i want that to keep going for your sake it stays that way jack (laughs) um let's see what where can we go next how about which group you're most looking forward to watching Ah, all right well well kevin said it's a little loud out there so I'll, i'll i'll go first um I feel like that this could maybe be a, this is probably the most popular pick out of the groups, but I think just the storylines are good, but um, Rory, John Rahm and Xander Shoffley are playing together tomorrow. Right. We have one guy who's arguably one of the best golfers we've seen in the past, I don't know, 10 years or so with Rory, who's forever been chasing that, that grand slam. And no matter how good or bad he's playing coming in the masters, everyone's always going to give him a shot just because it's Rory. You want to believe in him. Rom has been arguably, you could argue, maybe the most consistent golfer over the last couple of years, just always finds his way into top fives and has been knocking on that door for a, for a, a major win for a long time. Just had the, the birth of his kid, which is always a good, a good plus when you're talking True. about winning. That seems to happen sometimes. True. And then Xander, who uh, a little bit under the radar from the, from the perspective of maybe non-golf fans, but one of the more consistent players over the last few years, um, I think he's like 25 or something like that. He's young. Uh, and the, this course seems to fit his, his eye pretty well. So it, it, it's a good look. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if the winner came from this group in the first place. So that, that would be my reasoning. Okay. Okay. Right, uh, back. Uh, that was also on my radar for a group to watch, but I also, would like to, you know, keep my eyes locked in on the Jordan Speed, Kyle Morikawa, Cam Smith group. To the average person, they might not know who Cam Smith is, but he's been extremely consistent 
Love the guy. I believe he's Australian. He played for the international team. And then obviously Colin Morikawa has come onto the scene pretty quickly with that win at the PGA. Was it the PGA? Yeah, PGA. Yeah, yeah, with mm-hmm. that PGA victory. And he's, you know, a young face. He's going to be around for a lot of years. And obviously Jordan Speed, one of the favorites. Should be a fun group to watch. Yeah, I like that one. I just looking at them all here. I the Tony Finau, Ustaz, and Justin Thomas one right before that looks interesting. Um, yeah, we had a couple good ones. Yeah, another one. Again, it's not those big names that Phil Mickelson, Tommy Fleetwood, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is actually his odds are a lot higher than I thought they were going to be, but he's been super, super consistent. He's a good player. And yeah. Tommy Fleetwood's always – he's kind of got like a Ricky Fowler deal going on. He's always around at the ma- – he's around at the majors, except he doesn't play that great at Augusta. But the other three majors, he's always in the conversation. He's always up there on Sunday. So it should be another good group to watch. And obviously, everyone loves watching Phil Mickelson right. get himself into terrible situations around the course. He always finds his way out too, Kev. Yeah. The worse it gets, the better he gets. Exactly. We'll look out for Shrepp's cousin, Scotty. Um, <laughs> let's see. How about – all right, so we talked a little bit. I Earlier we mentioned some uh, potential winners. Um, Want to hear your guys' pick to win it. I picked to win it and a sleeper pick to win it. And I wanted someone who's not in the top ten of odds, um, odds-wise, as a sleeper. Um, so who wants to go first? I can take it. Yeah, take it away. You get all you, man. All right. Um, do I have? Do you only want me to list one? Because I, I, I have a few. I have a few listed for each one, just for for betting purposes. Just so sure. Know. Just give it. Give it all. Um, so the two of them come from that group that I talked about. I think I personally, I'm I'm gonna keep hounding on Xander until he finally wins one because they they always. They always line them up in a spot where it wouldn't be a bad it wouldn't be a bad bet to place a little bit on him to win one because you have to think that he's gonna break through eventually. He's one of my picks. I think Rom's a, a home run pick for this one. I think he's another guy that's you could argue is like the maybe the best player to not have one currently out of like the the current players at the time. Um, but the main one that I was looking at was probably Colin Morikawa. Um, he's sitting at currently I think plus two thousand nine hundred. 2900 something like that yep um just i mean one of the best ball strikers on tour currently and he's only 23 i believe um and at a course like augusta you got to be able to strike the ball well hit your greens and as long as he plays his game i think he's he's going to find himself up there on the during the weekend of the tournament so i think he's a solid bet in terms of a favorite to win it i like that pick yeah so um for me the guys i'm looking at to win it all are Justin Thomas, and then I got baby fever big time with John Rom. I think uh, it's, and that's honestly the only thing that's pushing me that way is he's obviously been consistent and might be like a Rocky two situation developing where you know he has the kid and goes out there and wins it. I like it. So uh, yeah, I like Rombo. And then yeah, JT. Obviously, I don't think there's much to say about that. It's just great player. And what you got to do at the Masters is you got to lead in that those strokes gained approach to the green. And JT, I believe, is third right now. 
So it's all about those approach shots coming in on the green. Obviously, off the tee is important too, but you really got to position yourself well on the greens. And I'd like, honestly, I, as a fan of golf, I'd like to see Justin Thomas win the Masters. Yeah, I agree. And then for sleeper. my sleeper, I, I again, Cam Smith, plus 3,700. True. He, uh, I spoke on him a little bit. I think I don't think he's going to win, but I think if you're just a guy, five dollars in your pocket, and you want to just have a fun weekend, why not throw it on him? And I have a couple more like sleepers that aren't exactly winning picks. I don't know if we want you go want for me it. To discuss yeah. those. All right. So, well, for a top ten sleeper, Tommy Fleetwood to come in the top ten. Okay. He hasn't been that successful at Augusta, but he's had a lot of top 10 finishes in the other majors, and he's plus 410, I believe, is the last time I saw it on FanDuel. And then for a top 20, which is – you're just not going to find great odds on top 20 because it's not – I mean, the field's like, what, 80, so you got a 25% chance of getting that. Yeah. But it's a name – probably haven't heard of except for the fact that i called him the best looking guy in the field will zalatoris zalator i don't know how to pronounce it yeah this guy super young guy he was on the corn Ferry tour not even a year ago he's kind of just splashed onto the scene (laughs) and um yeah he's i think he's made 11 out of his 11 past 11 cuts he's had a couple top 15s in the mix and he played well at the players i think he was doing well at the um the honda classic as well so i'd like to see him do well it's his first masters though so we'll see what about what about our guy mr top 10 kevin who's mr top 10 uh we followed around at baltus roll i I was thinking i didn't want to say hideki hideki (laughs) hideki masayama i don't know that guy was automatic a couple years ago i have haven't really heard his name come up much. He hasn't done much lately. He's yeah. plus plus three sixty to finish top ten. And they have to drop yeah, like a hundred bucks on that. I that's all you, man. <laughs> I won't dip in on that, but if you want that, that's all you. Uh all right, you want me to go? Yeah, go for it. All right. So I'll give you I'll give you two guys that I think are sleepers but could win the tournament, and I'll give you a guy who I think would be good for like Kevin said, like a top 10, top 20 type of deal. But in terms of winners, I think uh, there's two guys who have the same odds currently. That would be Daniel Berger and also Victor Hovland. Um, Both guys who can get very hot at certain times. And I'm not saying that they will get hot at this one, but if they do, there, there are some guys who can, who can string together some holes and kind of separate themselves a little. And Hovland's getting to that age where, I mean, in golf, you're seeing it now you have guys who are in their, early to mid twenties who are just dominating fields, winning tournaments. And it's getting to that point where a guy like that, I think could easily win the masters without, without any issue. Hovland's that Hovland's that guy in that range of betting area where I think it would be a very smart bet to just throw someone down on him, see if it works. Berger's a guy who's been pretty like, honestly, very consistent over the past year or so kind of off the radar for a little bit, but made his way back into the scene and, just another guy where it, if he gets hot, you never know if he strings on a couple birdies. And then if we're talking about a top 10, top 20 type of finish, and we're going way down, this guy's at plus 10,000 currently. Um, I'm going with Abraham Answer for that. Wow. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really like Abraham Answer. 
Um, I, he's, if you look at, if you're ever watching a major, a major championship, he always seems to be floating around there on leaderboards a little bit. And you might never see a shot from him because for some reason, the TV doesn't really seem to care about him too much. I couldn't tell you why, but, um, he's just one of those guys to maybe, to maybe look at as a flyer to finish in the top 10. He's, he's been a pretty consistent golfer the last couple of years. He's a pretty good story too. This is the, he's the same guy that called out Tiger in the match play, right? When they were doing President's Cup, he said he wanted Tiger. Yeah, I think that might have been lost Tiger. I like the gall out of him, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. We love gall. Yeah, we we do love gall on this podcast. No, I I honestly don't. I that wasn't on my radar, but I do like that. He is a very solid player. Yeah, like I said, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd put a bet on him to win it, but I I think if you're if you're talking about a top ten type of deal, I could easily see him sneaking in there with a with a pretty solid uh, four rounds out of him. Um, don't mind that. And also, can I just interject one second? Go. Victor Hovland, most arguably the most likable guy on the PGA Tour. Know. He never stops smiling. He's always. Dude could good. make a triple bogey, and he's laughing. Yeah. He doesn't care, and, and and that's kind of why I like him too. Is just because if, if you're going to a course like Augusta, I mean, if you're there, you got to just en- enjoy the mood and just play your golf. And if you're getting if you're getting too worked up about the way you're playing, it's going to go downhill pretty quickly. So I think I think a I think the mindset of the player going into it is very important at a course like that. And I think that that benefits him very much in this situation. I like that. Um, I'm just looking through these, uh, some props on FanDuel. Um, I know Kevin has a few, Kevin, you want to start us off with just fun props you, you found on FanDuel that you, that intrigue yeah. you. Yeah. So as a lefty golfer, Phil Mickelson is always, He's always been my guy. Yeah. I'm going to regret these bets because <laughs> so my, heart, my heart's been broken by Phil Mickelson one too many times. And by a lot of other people, too. Yeah. Who are all made nameless. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Phil Mickelson is in a group. He's matched with Tommy Fleetwood and Scotty Scheffler. And those are both younger guys. And are definitely more consistent players. I mean, Phil's 50 years old, but he was plus 260 to be the uh, leader coming out of his group after day one, not the leader of the tournament, just to be the best, the lowest scorer in that group. And I am a firm believer in experience at Augusta. And Phil has been very pleased with the way they're talking about how they're going to be setting up the course with the firm and fast. He feels that, it just benefits the people that know the course. And like we saw with Tiger, I mean, that win was probably a lot of it just had to do with his experience. And Phil, usually, historically, he comes out hot on Thursday. He blows yeah. up the next day because you just can't. Mm-hmm. Phil Mickelson can't play four. At this age, he cannot play four solid rounds of golf. He can't string together a full tournament. But I'm just betting on him one day. That's all you need. You need one day of him shooting. I don't know how this course is going to set up, but probably only needs to go two, three under, I'm guessing. It just depends how these guys stack up. And I don't, I don't think, I don't even know if Scotty Scheffler's ever played a, a Masters, but I, I know Fleetwood has, but I, I do believe in Phil to come out on top of that group. And then one other one I'm looking at is that you can bet on the top golfer of, out of a country. Really? And I saw these odds and they were too good to pass up. The top South 
African Louis Oosthuizen at plus 155. The fact that he's plus money coming out of that. Is, is, How many others that, are there? I, there's two other people, I believe. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I don't know if I've heard of them. I'm going to check right now, but if like Eric Van Royen and someone else probably or something. There's like someone that. with a really I can't pronounce their last name. Is this on FanDuel? This is on FanDuel. Wait, what's it called? It's called Tournament Props. Oh, okay. I see. Top, oh, it's, okay. So here we go. Top South African. Charles Schwartzel, Dylan Fratelli, and then this Christian Bezudena. Uh, I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. But at plus one fifty five, I don't have the money to do this, but if I did, I would be willing to throw a hundred dollars on that right now. Without a doubt. Because Louis says he doesn't miss the cut at the Masters. He doesn't. Nope. It just doesn't happen. Nope. Same nope. with Adam Scott. They don't win. Well, Adam Scott did win, but they're just around. They're guys that will shoot well. They'll probably come top thirty. They won't win, but you can pretty much bet on Louis and making that cut. Yeah, yeah, I, I was going to say, if, if you're talking about guys who, like, don't do anything during the year, but then majors, they show up, it's literally, it's Louis Eustazen, it's Adam Scott, and I would maybe throw, like, Paul Casey in there. Just yeah. as, like, mm-hmm. during the year, you won't hear about him, then all of a sudden, a major comes around, you're looking at the leaderboard, you're like, what is what is Louis Eustazen doing in the top five? It happens Paul every Casey will be up, he'll be up there, I guarantee you, he'll be a top ten at some point. In it happens every time, and you always wonder, what's he doing up there, because you never hear his name until that time, but I, I think that's a fantastic bet. And then Sunday rolls around and you don't hear his name once. You just yep. see him finishing up on 18 at three yep. o'clock. Maybe he's tapping in, <laughs> tapping in his par on 18, walking away. Yeah. That's- Paul Casey, uh, plus 430 to be the best English player. That's a little I bit don't like South African's a lot different. Yeah. I mean, South, I like, I was licking my chops at that number. I'm going to be betting on that, just not the amount. Yeah. Like, it's it's too good to pass up. I am willing to lose money if that doesn't hit because I it should hit. Top Asian player. I think I have to bet Hideki. I think you should just for the you know. Just plus, for the he's plus one sixty five. Siwoo Kim my run for his money. Siwoo Kim is plus forty or plus four thirty. CT Pan yeah, is plus seven hundred, yeah. and Sung J M plus one twenty five. Sanjay, Sanjay finished top five uh, in the in the November version of the Masters. Yeah, you don't hear a lot of. Yeah, he was. Um, he hasn't been doing too well lately. No. You know who we haven't talked about that probably should be in the conversation at least a little. Matthew Wolf. Uh, Kevin, yeah. he was actually one of my sleeper picks that I just didn't bring up because I already listed a few, but he was my other one that I was going to throw if in. He gets if he turns it on. That's another guy. Him and Hovland both were at Oklahoma State at the same time. Mm-hmm. If if he can get hot, I could see him being up there. But I he believe, was a um, was he was he the one that was in the in contention with DeShambo at the U.S. Open? I or, believe so. He was in the final group with him, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong, but I like I mean DeShambo ended up running away with that. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Wolfie, he has a. That's the other issue when it comes to majors with those young guys is that it's hard to. Uh, <laughs> is that it's hard to uh, get experience when it comes to that. But I think Wolf, if I'm not mistaken, was in the final group already. So there's a little bit of an experience factor there where you never know he could turn it around. Um, yeah, you you can bet Wolf. There's match betting. but And they, I don't know how they pair these two golfers. Just a bunch of, like, matchups. Yeah. And um, Matthew yeah. Wolf versus Phil Mickelson. <laughs> Wolf is minus 152. Phil, is, right, Phil yeah. is plus 120. Yeah. 
You take honestly, Phil's not a bad bet on that one. Um, but what was that? What was the? Uh, I didn't hear, catch a that. matchup between. Vandal has these like matchup bets. Yeah, I don't I know how they... they're not actually playing against each other. They just kind of stack two guys against. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how they put them together, but it's Wolf and Mickelson. And Wolf yeah. was minus one fifty two to Mickelson's one plus one twenty. Is that just for day one, or is that overall? I don't. I don't know. It didn't say. Probably. I'll click on it. Tournament. It says it is, tournament I, it's just like I said, like Phil Mickelson. I would love to see him be like some. He's been flushing his irons the last few weeks, but that man just can't string it together for four. Yeah four days straight it's just he's too he's so inconsistent off the tee and i mean you can get away with it a little bit at augusta but that's also another thing with matt wolf he was he came on tour and he was one of the top drivers and now he's not even a top 100 driver so that's i'm i, was I think the, if, I, uh, if i remember correctly that's because he was a great driver but i think when he first started out he little he like physically like couldn't putt pretty much yeah yeah the big things at augusta is that the metrics you got to look like predictive statistics, I guess you could call them to figure out who you should be looking at to place your bets on winning. I think the three things they look at is the stroke gains off the tee, the stroke gains approaching and then around the green, like you're scrambling. And then the next is your par five scoring, because that's where you get those. All those par fives are very gettable. That's where you win masters. And that's how yeah. DJ just actually tore it apart. Very doable. Um, and Matt Matt was a very long hitter, so if he can string together a couple of eagles and birdies on those par fives, who knows? Yeah, Jack, are you still on Fanduel right now? Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go through mine. Can you go to the uh, those prop bets on the top players, like or the, the the top finisher from countries? Can you go to the rest of world one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can you Wait, read me? Second. Okay. I, right, I'm there. Can you, read, can you read me answers odds on that one? Because I think he's on there, if I'm not mistaken. Who's? Abraham answers. Plus twelve hundred. Yeah. And can you read me who that's who he's in that category with? Because I don't believe it's many people. Who's better Cam than Smith him? Smith is in there. I think Cam Smith. Is in there. Yeah. Who? Well, who? Who? Who else is in? Because I, I don't think there's many people in that category. No, there's a lot. Does rest of yeah. world players mean just like not from America? What is that's no. like Australia, Japan. I feel like it's oh okay. Sorry. So there's top USA player, top European player, and then top rest of world. So anyone who's not from Europe or US. I'm big on Abraham answer again. I'm gonna throw that in there as a bet. If you're if it if you're less inclined to put that bet down, like I said, on him winning the tournament, which I don't I I, don't, I wouldn't recommend, that's one where I think you could maybe potentially throw a couple bucks down and win some money off of that. That's the first one. The other one we were talking about this earlier. Um, they have some they have some prop bets on Fanduel when you can uh, bet on certain like scores on a hole, something like that. So we're gonna talk about one guy who I'm surprised we haven't brought up yet. I'm gonna talk about Bryson DeChambeau real quick. And yes. there's currently a bet on there where it is him birdieing the second hole at Augusta. If you guys don't know, it's that little dogleg par five down to the left. Um, a good drive sets you up in the position. You have a pretty not, I mean, it's not the longest shot into a par five ever. Pretty accessible green. And the bet is for him to birdie number two all four days. So that's obviously assuming that he makes the cut, which I think he should without many issues. Right. Um, considering how far he hits the ball, as long as that driver's working on that hole specifically, I think it's going to be almost impossible for him not to be able to birdie that hole all four days. So I think that's another, I forget what the exact odds are on it, but they were definitely plus odds. So, um, that's I, just, you, I think you told me it was like plus four or five hundred. Around four or five hundred, something like that. But if, if 
if you were going to put a bet on someone to birdie that hole on all four days, it would be him. And right. yeah, him or DJ, one of those long hitters. Doesn't does Bryson have the longest draw average drive on tour? He's got a camp champ might be up there. There's no chance anyone's above him. What it's is just, it? I want to, I want to say like he regularly, I mean, he's at, he's at the point now where he's consistently flighting. Like I'll look, I'll look right now in the air. If it's like a, a normal hole, he's probably carrying the ball like 320, 330. Yeah. He, he's on, he's number one. Yeah. Is it, his average drive is it like 368? It's 320. Oh, I or maybe he had a 360. I don't know. I don't know why I had a number in my head. But he's yeah, totally he's done the ball. He's done but to Shref's point, if you're looking at driving accuracy, number three on that list is Abraham Answer. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean, Kevin. He's okay. just, he's, I, I like him. I don't know why. He's, he, he, he's speaking to me this tournament a little bit. He's, he's whispering, yeah. sweet nothing. He, you know the type. It's just, it's just, yeah, yeah I mean, the, those are the main two. I, I, I feel like if you're not going to bet on Bryson to win a tournament or, or win this tournament, I feel like that, that would be one where you can feel pretty good about getting your money on that one. Yeah. At the point, if you're not, my thing is with DJ, Bryson, Rom, JT, all those guys, if you're not betting on them to win, there is no point putting money on them to place because they're minus money. Yeah, correct. true. Yeah, you just gotta go all in if you're gonna do that. Yeah, that's why golf's so tough. Though. There's 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 so many guys that you right. could you could see you could picture winning this tournament. Be, yeah, that's what's beautiful about it. I mean, you pick your winner. Great, like Danny Willett. Yeah, like yeah, Danny. I'm sure he was. I can't even imagine what his line was. <laughs> what are what are his odds? To, for this weekend, Let's they're not, probably seven, eight thousand. If I had to guess, to win higher. it, I got it. To win yeah. it, you said what? Seven or eight thousand. It's plus that's probably 20, too high. Plus twenty one thousand. <laughs> I wonder what they. I wonder what they were the year he What's won. What's Patrick Reed at? Um, I like. It's got to be better than that. Seven. It's gonna be better than that because he's not a bum. But it'll be like six or seven. Where? Oh, he's plus thirty two hundred. Oh, oh yeah, okay. that's that's wow. All right. Like almost the same odd, like right below Morikawa. Below, he's below like Morikawa, Hovland, all this. Yeah, guys. I mean, yeah. he's won it before. If he gets hot, don't let don't let Patty Reed get hot. I just don't like him, so I'm just not going to talk. Right. About him. <laughs> yeah. Was his year the year that did he have to put the jacket on Sergio? Um. Because that has to be the most unlikable duo of golfers that right. ever had. Been. Definitely, they were definitely back to back years. I just forget if what order it was. I think it was Reed before Sergio. Yeah, it definitely was actually because Sergio gave it to Tiger, did he not? That would have been funny if he did. I think Sergio might have given it to Tiger. Now I don't remember. Now I'm all confused. I'm gonna look. I don't remember. Mass. We're gonna we're gonna check this out. I want to say it went Patrick Reed, Sergio, Tiger. No, Danny Willett was probably in between them. No, you're right. Sergio, Patrick Reed, Tiger. Yeah. And it went Spieth, Willett, Sir. Yeah. Oh, so Sergio was Reed. No, 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 no. Sergio put the jacket. No, no, you're right. Actually, Sergio was before Reed. 
Okay, so Sergio put Sergio up. put yeah, it's still an unlikable duo. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, Fowler came in second. He lost by a stroke that year. Yeah, he he does that. Uh, he's done that a couple times. That's all right. Though. I he's didn't not- I didn't know Phil the year Spieth won twenty fifteen. Phil came in second. Yeah, he did. He lost by four shots, granted, but yeah, that's all right though. He's having fun. Yeah, he did have fun. Mm-hmm. But guess who uh, tied for second last year? Um, Cam Smith. Cam Smith. He was. I. I. You remember Kevin? He was in my. Uh, he was in my masters pool. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's kind of where my. Um, I had him and Sanjay M in, in my masters pool. They uh, both tied for second. Yeah, they played great. But actually, if I remember correctly, I think I picked Ricky Fowler as one of my guys, and he, uh, you know, <laughs> probably missed the cut. I think he did miss the cut. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I got one more thing I wanted. To, I just wanted to mention. I see tournament specials. Uh huh. Did you guys take a look at that? I don't know if I did. That's. I thought that's the one we were looking at with the. No, whole for there to be a hole in one in the tournament. I could see. Sixteen on Sunday is getting one. Yeah, 16 is going to get one. Hole in one on 16th hole, that's plus 110. That's, yeah, that's just not worth it. The, yeah. Like, it's so, for there to be a hole in one at all is minus 176. Those odds are just, just like. So, I mean, dude, like, if you just, I mean, you see, if you watch it on a Sunday, if you watch that 16th hole, they just chuck it up on that hill and wait for it to come down. Yeah. I mean, there was two, there was, there's like three every, it's. Well, if you could yeah. bet two hole in ones, I would bet on that. Two or okay. more plus that's not even worth it. Plus one ninety? Are you kidding yeah. me? Especially on, yeah. especially on that Sunday location, as long like you're gonna have a good amount of players to get it to that ridge, and then it's just a matter of luck in terms of where it's rolling. Yeah. Odds are with how good these guys are, like you, you're probably gonna see one. Wait a second. Why is there a hole in one in round four? It's plus one fifty, but then a hole in one in round three is plus sixteen fifty. Correct. It it it's because of sixteen. That that's the reason why. Like like, like I'm not like I I'm not joking. Like no, oh, like the, like the it, pin it, placement it's just because it's because of, because of the pin placement on oh, sixteen okay. on the final day. It, that's All enough right. for where. Like I don't know if you remember. Year the year that Tiger won it, he he almost made a hole in one on sixteen. Right. Okay. I think I think it's all I think it's all finished like a foot away from the hole. Like the, the way the pin's set up, as long as you hit that ridge, you're gonna end up within like a five foot radius. So it just it it gets to the point where someone's probably gonna hit one on Sunday. Okay. So the, those odds actually make a lot of sense. So the pin on uh Saturday for hole three. I, those odds are just like so drastically different. It's plus one fifty on round four, plus sixteen fifty in round round three. Yeah, is that a special guest? I think we have a special guest here. Oh, never mind. There he goes. Um, I think that's all I got. Do you have any uh, anything else or no, guys? I think I'm so. Good. Learn the name Will Zalatoris while you can. That's all I'm saying. Owen Wilson lookalike <laughs> sounds like him while yeah. I can. Am I am I gonna run yeah. out of time to learn it? Yeah, you got twelve hours to learn that name. Before okay. it's too late. All right. Um, I guess we can wrap things up here. Uh, yes, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having us here, Jack. God bless. Yeah. You have a blessed one. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, yeah. Go golf. <laughs>